You know, four years ago today, Kyrie Irving hit the biggest shot in NBA history. And before you disagree with me, I want you to watch this whole uh, whole podcast episode and, and try to understand what I'm saying, because I'm about to break it down for you. Let's go over the moment first and foremost. You came back from 3-1. You've come back. You've crawled back from a deficit you probably shouldn't have been in. And it is now a tie game. When you were talking about pressure and nerves and, and intensity, um, I think that right there of the modern generation is the peak of it on an NBA final stage, tie game, um, you know, on the road. Uh, and, and the way he just did it, a mano a mano with Steph Curry, who was the reigning MVP at the time, who's a point guard, who's a guy at his position. This was this was not a catch and shoot. This was not a you know a, a design play. This was give me the ball and get the fuck out of my way and let me do what I do best. And he danced on him and he looked him in his eyes and he pulled up over him and in the shot it felt like yo listen it felt like we are the two best point guards in the world right now. But hey, guess what? I feel like I'm the best and and here's why. And you know it felt like a twelfth round knockout. knockout. And I'm not even talking about Steph versus Kyrie. It felt like the whole matchup in itself. You were looking at a situation now where if he doesn't make that shot, because basketball, I don't give a fuck what happened, how much defense the Cavs played, how well they came back, or or even the block. It will always come down to a bucket. It will always come down to a bucket, and, and that's what happened. You saw the peak of intensity, the peak of nerves, the peak of, hey, the coach's playbook's out the door. We are just going to, you know, in that moment, if you watch that moment and you've played basketball, that was that next point wins situation. I can't remember how much time exactly was left on the clock, but I remember looking at everyone in that room watching the game with me. I said, next point wins. And this motherfucker pulls up over Steph Curry from the 45. Disgusting. All net. And, um, you know, it, it crushed the souls of, of the Bay Area. And um, it, it helped bring Cleveland their first chip. That right there. And then you think about all the other things that happened. Now LeBron is a three-time champion. Kyrie Irving is a champion. Cleveland has their ch- championship. You know, it was on that bucket. All that happened on that bucket. If that bucket does not go down, there's a chance that we are not saying any of what I'm about to say happened after that. Because now the Warriors went back into the locker room demoralized. You can see it in their body language deflated. People talk about the choke and the meltdown. A lot of people are casuals, right? They, they do the meme thing. They do the whole, oh, you know, uh, uh, the Warriors blew a through on lead thing. They don't actually break down what went wrong. It's now when the Warriors sit down and say, damn, they just bullied us and punked us for three straight games, right? And what the fuck would have happened if Kyrie and Love were playing last year? Even worse, what's going to happen if we run into this team again, which we probably are because they're going to walk through the East, right? You were looking at LeBron. You're looking at Kyrie. You're looking at K-Love. They had great role players and glue guys on that squad. What happens if we run into them again? With what just happened, they have a mental edge unlike anything. They might beat us in five. You think the Cavs are going to walk into that series the following year if that Warrior squad does not get Kevin Durant? And, and and have any fear of them? No, they cracked the code on national TV, game after game, and they made history. So if that shot don't go in, the Warriors don't get Kevin Durant. The Warriors don't go on to become a dynasty. The Warriors don't, you know, um, uh, uh, the way that code was cracked, they countered it. Harrison Barnes got replaced by Kevin Durant, arguably the best score the game has ever seen, and look what happened after that. 
he came and took that team to dynasty levels. If Kyrie don't hit that shot, Katie ain't going to go there. Right? Katie went there and they brought him in knowing that, hey, we need you to get back on that stage against that same team and beat them and not let that happen again. Not only that, LeBron James is now three-time champ. That changes his legacy, right? Um, uh, You're looking at Kyrie Irving is solidified from that moment on. Right now, now, if LeBron, if Kyrie don't make that shot, is is it okay for LeBron to leave the Cavs? No, he's still there trying to get them that chip. There was just so much, man. It was just, it was ridiculous. I mean, the stakes were so high. You know, you, you go on and look at the way the league changed after that. The Warriors went and got KD to recover from that, uh, that trauma. And, um, you know, the the rest of the league had to react. Every move that happened in the West, every move that happened after that was a, was a, a uh, counter move to that that Warriors team, right? So that bucket, the way he got that bucket, the way all those legacies that were on the line, what it meant for LeBron, what it meant for Kyrie himself, you know, what it meant for the Warriors. Because I think if the Warriors win that one, I don't know if they ever win again. Because, like, they wouldn't have got KD. They were worn the fuck out by then. You know, Steph is solidified. All these guys, like it would have been a whole different narrative around both these teams, both these, all these players involved in this situation. If he doesn't make that shot, you know, and it would have changed everything as far as the league goes. Um, I think we would have seen a few different champions. It would have been the Raptors, maybe the Rockets, who knows? Um, Kyrie himself probably wouldn't have left Cleveland if they never won that chip either. You know, after that, it was like, we did what we were supposed to do. And then let me get out of Ohio. Right. And and I mean, it, it was just so much. People talk about the Ray Allen shot, but the Ray Allen shot was a catch and shoot corner three. They were down three two. It tied the series. A game seven still had to be played, you know, and uh, no doubt he saved that squad that year. But a game seven still had to be played. So that shot almost could have meant nothing uh, in, in the in the big picture. Right. Um, Michael Jordan was uh, uh, last shot. Right. Like if this was if he didn't come back to the Wizards. Sure. The GOAT has his moment, picture perfect. But even that, he came back. It wasn't even his last shot, right? Um, It capped off an incredible run, uh, a historical run, but it wasn't his last shot technically. Uh, This is why I say Kyrie Irving shot the way he got at the moment, the, the intensity of that moment, the nerves of that moment, and what it meant for the legacies of all the players on that floor and what it meant for the rest of the league going forward. It changed everything. It changed everything. 